If a relationship is worth having, then it's also worth saving. At least that's what the plaintiff in today's case, Mr. Anderson, says. According to Mr. Anderson, his seven-year relationship with Ms. Concepcion has had more than its fair share of ups and downs, with a spoonful of red flags for good measure. From hidden lingerie to mystery phone calls, Mr. Anderson knows his relationship is in trouble. But he says the family he's built with Ms. Concepcion is too important to just throw away. Ms. Concepcion says that she's not the bad one here, and Mr. Anderson needs to get his act together if she's even going to consider staying in this relationship. Let's hear their case. Court is now in session. The Honorable Judge Starr presiding. Your Honor, this is the case of Anderson versus Concepcion. Thank you very much. Mr. Anderson, Ms. Concepcion. Mr. Anderson, you say you're here today because you've had enough of Ms. Concepcion's lies, deceitful ways, and her unwillingness to commit to marriage. Yes, Your Honor. And Ms. Concepcion, you say you love Mr. Anderson, but you are fed up with his drinking, the constant fighting, and his inability to bring home a steady paycheck. Yes, Your Honor. Okay, so it seems as if we are at a crossroads in this relationship. Mr. Anderson, tell me why we're in court today. Judge, I'm here today to get to the bottom of what's going on. I feel like there's infidelity issues. I feel that there's a lot of secrecy lately. And I love this woman a lot. And I want to get things right this time. Tell me how y'all met. A good friend of mine one night said, hey, come out, hang out in the city of which I lived in at the time, New York. And uh, the girl he was accompanying had a friend, which happened to be Marikita. And as soon as we met, I mean, it was instant. I mean, I already loved this woman. I feel like uh, it was an automatic connection. And we started texting over the course of a month, and we've been inseparable ever since. And that's been seven long years. Now, I know, Ms. Concepcion, you had three children walking into this relationship. Yes, Your Honor. But I also read in my case file that you had recently gotten out of a relationship and you weren't really looking to start something. What made you decide to get with Mr. Anderson? Well, when we met, um... It was, I told him I wasn't ready for a relationship. We'll just see where, what, you know, what would happen. So we would text, call every day. Then when we started dating, we started going out, hanging out. You know, he was a pretty good guy. He's typically, you know, not the guy that I would, you know, date. But, you know, um, I thought that he was genuine. And you had three children at the time. Correct. Um, what kind of uh, relationship with your children does Mr. Anderson have? They have a... They, ha they really do have a great relationship. He gets along with the children just fine. As a single mother, I didn't want to get into a relationship because I didn't want, you know, to introduce my kids to just any man. So. How old are your children? My oldest is uh, 29, okay. 18, and 16. So you still have a 16-year-old in the home? Correct. Your and Honor. it's a young lady, as I understand. Yes, Your Honor. Th that's a very important age in a young woman's life. So, at 16 years old, Mr. Anderson's been in her life her entire tween to teen years. Yes, Your Honor. And, Mr. Anderson, have you formed a relationship with Ms. Concepcion's daughter? Judge, absolutely. I have a connection with all the children, but the youngest, we, I mean, I've been with her, around her since she was 10 years old. I'm talking about basketball games, all that stuff, picking her up from school. Um, she looks at me like a father figure. You know, Father's Day comes, she gives me gifts and stuff like that, so I don't want to break that fabric up. Well, here's the thing, Ms. Concepcion, you and Mr. Anderson, you know, I always am looking for common ground. The one thing that we have agreed on 
and we've only been knowing each other a couple of minutes, is that the family relationship is working fine. Mm -hmm. But the personal relationship is what we're going to work on. So we'll always remember walking in the door. No matter what happens, that family bond does not have to break. That relationship is a relationship that was made separate, distinct, and a part of. But it's something that needs to remain no matter what happens here in the courtroom between the two of you. Because children are so precious that once you establish a relationship, if you are her dad, you are her dad, Mr. Anderson. And nothing that happens between you and Ms. Concepcion should ever change that. Ms. Concepcion, do you agree with that? I agree, Your Honor. Okay, so walking in the door, we at least have found some common ground. Now, what's going on with your personal relationship? Okay, so one day, she goes out with her friends, right? Nothing, nothing, that's cool. She can go out. She's not picking up my calls after a while. Things are just getting a little... Okay, it's getting late. I call her phone again. A guy answers her phone. She was with her friends. He says she's fine. I'm saying, this is her boyfriend. She's in the bathroom. Hangs up the phone on me. Four o'clock comes. In the morning? 4 a.m., Judge, in the morning. She comes strolling in, super drunk, obliterated. Passes out. When I I explain what happened, she don't want to talk about it. This is the kind of thing I'm talking about. She hides stuff. Okay, Miss Concepcion, tag, you're it. I did go out with my friends, and I don't go out often. And when I do go out, I don't expect to be... Constantly, constantly, him blowing up my phone, texting me where you at, who you... He knows where I'm at. He knows who I'm with. So there's no reason for him to be calling me off the hook. When he called the first time, I pick up. But then once you're going to keep calling me every five minutes, I'm not going to keep picking up the phone. Only because I'm worried about you. That, that's... You, you see? Okay. Every five minutes. So let me switch off from misconception and ask Mr. Anderson, why are you so worried? Because... She says, I drink all the time, but sometimes she can get a little in a stupor and she might be in trouble or or need me. So I just want to make sure that I'm there. But if, in fact, she goes out for the evening and you all have agreed that she's going to go and do some fun stuff on her own with her own friends, you have to at least have some sort of trust element that she is going to be fine. And if she's not fine, she is going to communicate that to you. And the fact that you don't feel that way means that the trust has broken down. So I'm trying to figure out why the trust has broken down. But you know what, Judge? Besides that, she blocked me on social media. Okay, that might be one of the reasons the trust has broken down. One of my friends says, you know what? Are you still with her? Because I'm seeing her posting things that look risque and stuff. And I said, whoa. Let me see. She got this one bikini pic and I was trying to holler. Oh. Miss Concepcion, how would you feel if your boyfriend posted thirst trap pictures on his Instagram? I just don't care. The reason you don't care is because you don't care about him. Promotional consideration provided by... Divorce Court will be right back. Why you mean she block you on social media? Well, she has some pictures with bikinis on with her friends. They go vacation, they do stuff, whatever. But I'm seeing comments from guys that are just, mm, I'm like, you know, what's this about? Oh, it's nothing, whatever, whatever. She keeps posting the pictures. I, uh, one of my friends says, you know what? Are you still with her? Because... I'm seeing her post some things that are a little risque and stuff. And I said, whoa. So when I go to check, she blocked me. That's how I found out she blocked me. I That's can't crazy. control what other people are going to Blocking comment. your boyfriend on social media. I All my friends think that's control. crazy. Okay. People say. What kind of text are we talking about that you received? You submitted that as evidence, I understand. I sure did. Let me see. 
It says, yo, what's up? You still with old girl? Yeah, why? What's up? Have you seen her Insta? She got this one bikini pic and I was trying to holler. Oh. Yeah. I ain't seen nothing of you on her page. She fine as hell. And he backs it up with, okay, well, she got dudes coming trying to holler, so just saying. So now, Miss Concepcion, did you and your boyfriend have a conversation about this? Um, yes, he did. Jay would always comment, oh, why is he throwing hard uh, eyes? Why is he throwing... I don't know. I was like, I don't know. I don't entertain them. Miss Concepcion, how would you feel if your boyfriend posted uh, thirst trap pictures on his Instagram? Honestly, I'm at the point where I, I just don't care. See, the See there's the answer. Because I'm going to tell you right now, I make it a policy never to engage with any man on social media mm -hmm. that my husband and I don't already know. I just, that's my policy, period. The reason why is because I care about him. The reason you don't care is because you don't care about him. Right. It's just, I'm just fed up with everything. I'm fed up with but, everything. Judge, there's more, too. There's an incident where I bought her some lingerie, right? She never wore it for me. So one day, I'm in my room. I noticed her gym bag is down there, but it was open a little bit. And it exposed, showing that the lingerie I bought her was in the gym bag. Why the lingerie in the gym bag? Exactly. What's y'all doing at the gym? Exactly. I, I need an explanation for that, Judge. Miss Concepcion, tag your it. It just fell in the bag. We have, I have a dresser full of clothes. Lingerie was on top of it. Bag was there. Stuff all's in there, which happens to be the lingerie and some other stuff. What are we judge, talking about? Judge, right this. This is what we're talking about. I bring it. This is what we're talking about, Judge. I, I love my girl. I want her to wear this for me, not for somebody else. Brand new, but I find this. I find this, right? Totally Excuse wrong. me. Let, me. let me just point out. Did you take the tag off? I'm actually good at what I do. Why is it brand new lingerie that has never been worn for your man with the tag off in your gym bag? I tried it on. You know, I do feel insecure about my body at times, so I tried it on, took the tag off, tried it on. I was like, mm. So I threw it on top of the dresser with all the clothes. Then, like I said, I have a pile of clothes on my dresser. Fell. It was landed in the bag. Do you realize how stupid that sounds? I am sorry. Yeah. Misconception. The lingerie fell in the gym bag. It hopped. It just found its way in it there. It fell. It, it fell, fell in the gym bag. It fell with a couple of other clothing that fell in the bag. You see what I deal with? This is, this is, this is why it ain't working. We haven't had sex in months. I have my own calendar of us having no intimacy. Walk me through it. See all these check marks off? No, no sex. 14th, Valentine's Day. Absolutely nothing. Did he plan or do anything? No, he did not. I tried to plan something that day, but as usual, she has something to do or something conflicting with okay, what Okay, guys, planned. relationships don't have to be this hard. If you'd like your case to be heard on Divorce Court, call us toll-free at 1-877-311-2222 or log on to our website at divorcecourt.com. Missed a show? Watch full episodes on our streaming platforms and follow us on social media for exclusive content. What is y'all's, if you don't mind me asking, intimate life like? Because uh, I'm not seeing a whole lot of affection here. I'm glad you asked that, Judge. We haven't had sex in months. And so much, I've taken notes of this. I have my own calendar of us having no intimacy. You have, wait, you have a no-sex calendar? I sure do, Judge. Oh, this I have. I, I did, I had, I had to. It got that bad. Robert, can you uh, grab the calendar for me? Sure. 
Oh, oh yeah. it's a real calendar oh, calendar. Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Uh-uh. You're going to have to see it. Thank you, sir. Walk me through it. Judge, allow the me The man to... has a real calendar calendar. Exhibit A, January. He just made it up. I, yeah, okay. See all these check marks off? None. No sex, no sex. All the way, her birthday's the 28th, Judge. You think that would happen on the birthday? No, absolutely not. Okay, let's go over to this page, right? February, Black History Month. Put a fist up. Look at this. 14th, Valentine's Day. Absolutely nothing. That's, that's ridiculous. Ooh, that's the red flag right there. Oh, yeah. So we go and judge, look, all the way down. Ask him what he did on Valentine's Black, Day. Hold up, hold on. I'm not done. Black History Month, no more. Now we're in... So you went through whole Black History Month without what? Black History. Hey, yeah, absolutely. Now we are in March. We're in divorce court. Maybe by the weekend I'll have some luck. Well, this is Women's History Month right now, <laughs> and if you couldn't get none on Black History Month, Lord knows you're not getting none on Women's History Month. <laughs> Miss Concepcion, I do have my reasons of why I don't want to sleep with him. Okay, I want to hear them, because we've heard from Mr. Anderson all of his complaints. What are yours, ma'am? For example, Valentine's Day. Did he plan or do anything? No, he did not. What did he do? He hung out with his boys, telling me that he goes, I'll be right back. Then doesn't come back till 3 o'clock in the morning. In my defense, I tried to plan something that day, but as usual, she has something to do or something conflicting with okay, what I Okay, guys, plan. let me help me with this. Relationships don't have to be this hard. If this is some love, it shouldn't be painful. It's easy to plan something for Valentine's Day. Make a reservation. Go on over to the grocery store and get some fresh strawberries and some Cool Whip and have strawberries and Cool Whip in your crib. It's a party. I hear you. We have all kind of music for your background. Put it on your phone. You can take your phone, put it up in the bathroom. Have a whole sexy shower stuff. Some candles. I mean, listen, I'm just riffing right here. If it's important to you, you make time for each other. Your Honor, he's... One of the reasons why I am so turned off, that's why I don't want to have sex with him, is he's always drunk. Always. Every day he is drinking. He's drinking... I don't even know how he's drinking, but he doesn't work. He has no job, no wait, consistent job. Wait, 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 girl. Did you say no job? No consistent job, no. Um, when we first met, yeah, he was working... Um, he had a job here, he had a job there, but then as the years went by, it, it, like right now, he doesn't have a stable, stable job. I have to provide for everything. Um, I want to be clear. Are you the one that pays for the, either the mortgage or the rent for the house? Yes, Your Honor. That's a lie. Who I, pays I for the, the light bill and the water bill? And the... I do, Your Honor. That... I feel like he's my fourth child. Your Honor, I have steady jobs, I'm in the entertainment business. I do music. Mr. Anderson, are you contributing at least half of what the family I, needs? I feel I do. I do my portion, especially with the kids and everything. And the money, I give all the money I get. Judge, I don't make he as much as He gives me the money, does. but then he'd be like, listen, can I get $20 for, for so I could get something to drink? Does he spend money unnecessarily? Yes, he does. He spends... So, I'm He looking... had just bought a camera equipment, almost $11,000. Oh, what? Excuse yeah. Me. That's a I lot don't of money. Where he got, oh, and man. he didn't help me with the bill. No, Mr. Anderson, that's a lot well, of money. Let me tell you something, Judge. I saved up that money originally for us to get married, which never happened. So I spent it on my passion instead, and I feel it's worth every penny. You, ooh, that's a, those are beautiful cameras, and they look like professional cameras. Do you use them in a business? I absolutely do. 
And does that business bring in funds to the house? Absolutely. I get the work that I can't get. But when I get it, I get, it goes directly to her account every time. It's not that much. It's really not that much. Okay. If it is much, he doesn't give me that much. Mr. Anderson, Ms. Concepcion, I don't hear any passion in the relationship whatsoever. It feels like he bugs the hell out of you. He does. And that bothers me. You know, Mr. Anderson, you came to court today in hopes of saving a relationship with Ms. Concepcion, and you stated that the last thing you would ever want to do is dissolve this family unit that yes. you have created. However, you're the one that stated in order for the relationship to be saved, Ms. Concepcion would need to fully commit to you and make you trust that she's the woman for you. Right. Everything that I have heard today, everything I've heard today is inconsistent with that. Ms. Concepcion, you said you're fed up with Mr. Anderson. Everything has been consistent with that. Plain and simple. You came to court to thank Mr. Anderson for being a stand-up father, which, you, of course, you did. But Mr. Anderson, you say, lacks the maturity when it comes to his career finances and his drinking problem. I don't know if that's true or not, but at least in your mind, it is true. Yes. And when it's true in your mind, there is nothing that I can do to change that perception because, Mr. Anderson... When a woman says she's fed up, there's literally nothing that you usually can do. However, when there are children involved, that adds another wrinkle. And I know that's why you have stayed in this relationship longer. My heart breaks, but you're losing your family. No, sir, I changed my mind. You've lost the family. I see it in her eyes. Uh, Misconception, sneaking around and staying out late, with other men and friends, et cetera, that doesn't help the situation. You need to be honest. You need to be honest. You need to tell him because you've already said you think he is a wonderful, supportive parent. There's no reason that he can't continue to co-parent, that you all cannot continue to help raise your 16-year-old in a manner that is consistent. But if you want out, then you need to say you want out. Do you want out? I want out. That's what you need to say. You have to say it. It may be painful, but we rip the Band-Aid off because both people deserve to have real love in their lives. There's an old saying, every relationship has a time, a reason, or a season. And it is clear to me, the time has passed, the reason is over, and the season has changed. This relationship is over. Finally done. Well, needed someone. You did a lot of lying. You know that, right? Actually, tell you. You did a lot of lying. That I'm done. Robert, she was just done. She was not only done; he was done as well. Eleven thousand dollars. You're living the household. You're squirreling it away. You didn't care either. And that's very important because if you are squirreling away, to use your phrase, money. What else are you hiding? Exactly, and, and, and holding on to the kids. You know, co-parent, it's okay, but you guys didn't want to hang out with each other anymore. The relationship is done. It's clear to me the relationship was done, and at some point, you just gotta call it. Pull the bandage off mm-hmm. and let the healing begin. That's right. Made in Georgia.